This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How would you like a $100 gift card for the 5150 Apparel Store? Well, right now through the end of May, you can get one. All you got to do is follow Knocking Doors Down on Instagram, like the contest post, tag three friends, and you'll be entered to be one of the five winners selected on Monday, June 1st. Must be 18 years or older to enter. 5150 is a lifestyle. We believe in pushing yourself, finding your passion, knowing your dreams, and working hard. Always striving to make those dreams a reality. We believe life's too short to sit back and say, what if? Go after it, grab it, and make it happen. Being 5150 is committing to that long, hard road ahead that you know is going to be tough, but the most rewarding. That's living the madness. That's 5150. If you're living the 5150 lifestyle, then celebrate by rocking the goods. Listeners of Knocking Doors Down, head over to 5150ltm.com. That website again, 51FIFTYLTM.com. Welcome to Knocking Doors Down. Jason Lachance here with ya. I'm Mikey. Mikey who? Smith. <laughs> Johnson. Johnson. You'll never know. I'm anonymous. Well, <laughs> we just, the man simply known as Mikey. The man simply Hey, coming up for you, we got uh, Jason Patton, of course, of Fire Department Chronicles. Patton! <laughs> Great dude. Uh, and if you don't know about Fire Department Chronicles, definitely want to check them out on social media. What, uh, what it... Uh, Jason uh, Patton is a first responder firefighter, and so he started to use humor to help himself and coworkers uh, dealing with the traumas that they faced. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, first responders, you know, law enforcement, uh, firefighters, paramedics, uh, folks working in the hospitals, of course, uh, which we're uh, highlighting. This is Nurses Week, so salute mm-hmm. to all the nurses out there. We Absolutely. thank you for uh, for what you do. That is not a job that uh, that I could do, and. Um, Man, just uh, hats off. No, yeah, and it's touching on uh, Mental Awareness Month, you know, all that yeah. good stuff. I have crazy anxiety. You know, yeah. it just comes out of nowhere. I'll just be sitting watching TV, and then all of a sudden I feel like there's a damn elephant sitting on my chest and I can't breathe. But these first responders, they see some gnarly shit, man. Yeah. They see some gnarly shit. So I don't. You know, I work on the podcast, and I go home, chill with the fam, you know, have you know a couple beers, hang out, whatever, and I still get it. So you can imagine what these people go through and the stuff they see. You can't unsee that yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? So like Patton coming with humor to kind of shed some, you know, just laughs in the firehouse or whatever, you know, it's that I think that's incredible. That's great. Yeah, it's it's necessary. You know, laughter is such a, you know, of course, I deal with depression and anxiety as well. 
and uh, you know it comes in, in droves at times, and you know follow following with that is you know everything from insomnia, which seems to just make it worse. So I know as for me, I've got to do uh, humor and have humor in my life to mm-hmm. just even feel normal and regulated. Yeah. You know, it's oh, yeah. like uh, I you know I'll crack Mikey up. He he likes when I do my Clint Eastwood. All right, love the Eastwood. That's right, knocking doors down. Great podcast. You know. Um, but I noticed that I was thinking about it after you had asked me last time about doing impressions that I think it started for me in childhood because I grew up in the middle of nowhere and was a pretty lonely kid, uh, to be honest, pretty lonely adult. I don't know. I, uh, you know, it's, I think it's probably one of the things and, you know, that goes uh, along with the addiction, um, for me. And I, I've noticed this, like Brandon Novak talking about it, that, you know, that loneliness and that sense of despair and those things. And so I think humor and doing the voices was kind of my companion as a kid doing, you know, everything that Dana Carvey did because Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. I just adored him doing, you know, well, isn't that special? Forever, forever known as Garth to me. Wayne? Just Garth. Wayne! <laughs> I even get the faces, don't I? You do. You gotta you get, do. That's it, you know, me. These shoes, these shoes, <laughs> you know, all of it. So, uh, but like Mikey said, it is uh, Mental Health Awareness Month, and we've teamed up with the Carlos Vieira Foundation to bring um, more awareness to mental health. And we want you guys to know that if you are struggling in any way or a loved one, it is perfectly normal. There, there is, uh, there is help. Um, you are not alone in it. Uh, you know, my hand is up. Uh, obviously, Mikey, you know, talk about struggling with the anxiety mine is anxiety depression um you know and very negative thoughts at times and it's just something that uh, i've had to manage and and you know continue with therapy um so please get that help go check out the carlos Vieira foundation as well we do have the race to end the stigma program that focuses on mental health and just want you to know that that resource is out there again that's carlos Vieira foundation.org all right mikey let's talk with mr jason Patton. let's do it Jason Patton with us. How are you, good sir? I'm good, brothers. How are you guys? Living the dream. <laughs> it's more, yeah. it's more, more like a nightmare, but of course, we'll talk with you more about that. Jason is a first responder. Uh, it's a Firefighter Coffee as well, and of course, uh, Firefighter Chronicles. So we're going to get into all that stuff. But uh, Jason, where I like to start is uh, I want to know how you became a first responder. Was, was it something, a childhood dream? Was it a, is it a family trait? Sometimes I find people that serve in certain industries, you know, they grew up in a family of firefighters or something else. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about Jason Patton? Yeah. No, you're 100% right, man. Most people that get into it, have, it's been generations and generations of it. But no, I'm actually a first-generation first responder. I was uh, I got into the family business, which was being a mechanic. Okay. Uh, I did it for about four years and realized that I was a terrible mechanic. <laughs> um, so <laughs> one of the worst. <laughs> um, but uh, – a uh, buddy of mine said, hey, man, you should check out EMT school. It's fun. It's exciting. You know, that kind of thing. So I went to EMT school and I did really well in it and I enjoyed it. And the knowledge was super cool and I loved it. So um, 
with DMT and then moved to paramedic school and then fire school. And it's, uh, you know, 14 years later, I'm uh, still here. So yeah. it went well. Rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate to yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I come from a long line of truck drivers. And I think uh, I think my family learned it wasn't going to work out the first time I backed a bobtail into something, and it's just like, yeah, I don't know that this shit's for me. I, I'll, have to, I'll have to figure something else out, you know. So, and I'm like, uh, anything I'm anytime I'm ever about to try to back up something that has a trailer on it, it is just a crap. Shoot. Oh yeah, so no, that scares the shit out of me. I won't even try it. Just the thought of it, I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I'm not doing yeah. that. I'm not doing that. I'll take a little car. Give me a little car, and I'm good. I'm good. So, so how are you hanging in there? One of the adversities we want to focus on, obviously, being a, a first responder, a firefighter, which we salute each and every person. Absolutely, it is. And um, but people oftentimes don't know the, the the adversities that that you guys go through on a daily, especially the bad calls. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and how it spawned on doing uh, Firefighter Chronicles, which is yeah. is uh, hilarious. I, I've got a lot of friends that are, are firefighters, and they're like, "You got to check this guy out." And Mikey was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, we got to talk with with Jason here." So. <laughs> That's awesome. We got a yes, lot of people uh, stoked, man. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. Bro. I'm excited about this, man. Mm. No, uh, Fire Department Chronicles started. I, I, I've always like my family's kind of funny. Like we always make jokes and stuff, and um, I've always found a way to kind of find the light in crappy situations. You know, a lot of people we call it dark humor for a lot of first responders. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's very uh, prevalent with just ninety percent of society. The other ten percent are weird. Uh, but so we, uh, so um, I started working at the fire department, and you know, probably about six years in, we we were went to do a video. We were trying to uh, do a Steve Irwin. And, uh, you know, I was hunting for the battalion chief and we were like going to find this guy and, and did the video. It was great. We put it up online and people were like, yo, this is really, this is good. Like we should yeah. keep going. We got a few shares, that kind of thing. So we started delving into to a little bit more, create a Facebook page and then it just exploded. And I found out that for a lot of people, you know, we use the dark humor to get, you know, uh, kind of open up the conversations or deal with what's going on around us. I mean, we do see some, some pretty gnarly stuff. I mean, yeah. um, when you get into being a first responder or police officer or whatever, when you get into doing that, um, you realize that's, that stuff's going to come with this. It's just, it's a part of the job, right? But what you don't learn is how to process it because the old school ways was, you know, you just bury it deep into a crappy place and then throw some whiskey on top of it and you're good to go. Sure, uh, but, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, we started making these videos and people were like, dude, this helps me. I laugh and then I talk about stuff. And I'm like, all right, that's cool, man. That's a good concept. Let's keep going. So <laughs> we, uh, we started making more and more videos. And the one thing we've always said was we'll keep it, uh, uh, you know, PG 13. It's always going to be, you know, nice and uh, family friendly. And it worked out perfectly because about a year into it, my chief comes up to me and he's, cause we're starting to gain some followers and he's like, Hey, listen, man, you know, I love what you're doing. All right. But you know, I got a couple rules for you. Uh, don't put the department in any of it. So nobody knows where you work. All right. Yeah. Uh, don't do anything. Yeah. Don't do anything stupid. Okay. Uh, and if you get fired, you do this to yourself. I'm like, all right, that's, that's good enough. <laughs> 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 Talk about working so, yeah. without a net at that point, right? 
<laughs> I was just so happy the guy gave me the blessing because the number one thing people do wrong when they try to make videos, the number one thing they do wrong is they put their department on there and then they got a video with them cursing in it and they're like right. stabbing people with needles like, yeah, like you're going to get fired. Yeah. That's yeah the only way sure. that's going to happen. It's been interesting, man. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a hell of a journey. So, uh, what uh, what then spawned on the uh, firefighter coffee for you? I mean, obviously, I'm sitting here having the coffee, and it's you know, it's nice to have the get up and go. But at what point was like, hey, let's let's do some coffee? It's you know, it's very entrepreneurial of you to so, you know. Yeah, I got lucky actually. To be honest, man, I uh, so I made this video. So I'm in Florida. Mm-hmm. Whenever we have a hurricane that hits, they take like two out of three shifts and make them all work at the same time. So we were gonna have 30 guys in one station, which is, man, just a bunch of protein-filled farting <laughs> humans in one like station, it's horrible. Uh, but so we, uh, so I make this, put this video about how uh, this coffee brand, this other coffee brand is gonna, the only thing that's gonna stop us from murdering each other. And um, somebody sent it to my buddy Luke and he was just starting up fire department coffee and he contacted me he's like hey man i'm a firefighter in rockford you're a firefighter down in florida let's let's do this man let's let's do some good stuff and uh nice. my biggest thing i was like if we're gonna do it man it was high quality coffee and uh we got to give back so we take 10 percent of all net proceeds and give it back to first responders we'll find guys that are sick or injured pay for their mortgage for the month you know stuff like that that's so, awesome right. that's right. awesome that is awesome it is great to see that you guys have have done that so uh jason you were talking about dealing with a lot of the uh the situations that go on obviously with humor but how do you deal with that uh internally for yourself and then when when there is something traumatic that occurs with uh with a call that maybe one of your uh one of your brethren is struggling with post that yeah you know, uh, the first thing that I had to come to terms with, uh, for some reason, since I was a kid, I've always been okay with like expressing my feelings. So mm-hmm. I think That's as good. men or as I think as, as humans, for some reason, we want to express either happiness or anger. Those are the only two things yeah. that we ever want to express. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing in between that gamut. So um, I've always been okay with like talking about my feelings or if I had to cry or something like that. It was like, it is what it is. So um, for me, when I would see bad stuff, I would talk to my, my brothers about it. But in the fire service, that's just, at least for a very long time, not acceptable. Like right. you want to talk about your feelings, like what's wrong with you? I mean, there are, there are many, many people who have walked into the chief's office and been like, dude, um, man, I'm like really messed up from pulling that kid out of that fire. And the guys and, and like verbatim, if you can't handle this, then you need to get out. No like, shit. whoa, bro. Wow. <laughs> Not the, uh, yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's so, so common in, in fire, police, EMS, all of those. So first thing I did was, um, you know, for me, when it got really bad, I, I got, got a therapist, you know, the first, normally it's talk to the boys and, and most places they'll talk to you. Um, but a lot of times, man, just, you know, accumulative stresses, accumulative traumas over and over and over again, you're eventually just, you can't process that long enough. A lot of people have a really bad way of thinking of the brain. So everyone thinks like if you're depressed or you're sad, that your brain is broken, um, which is insane because it's an organ, you know, that would, that would be like telling someone who has diabetes, like, (laughs) oh, your pancreas is weak. That's why you can't, that's why you're a diabetic. Like it's an insane thought process. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I can re- I can relate to that because uh, Jason I've uh, gone through a battle with alcoholism, and it really started related to traumas and um, it, I what you said about rather happiness or anger 
and how much it so affected all of my interpersonal relationships, my ability to have a solid like relationship relationship. Um, and you know, I had to start doing that work and I still have to continue with it to fight off the, the bouts of depression and to kind of be more middle of the road with it because I very much was rather up high, happy and like, man, you're so great to be around or the depressed person like, wow, you're such a bummer that I, I just totally withdrew. So it just created more and more of that. And I've seen it with with people that I know uh, uh, personally, a, a, a police officer who unfortunately had to uh, take down a criminal and how much it, it rested on him to cope with the fact that he had to take someone's life, but it was still the thing he had to do so the individual didn't take others and kind yeah. of went down a similar path. And man, I I don't know, Mikey. I, I just, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine because of what we do, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if the boss just went, wow, you know, boss, there's a tough story today. This person really opened up. Well, it's part of the gig. Better deal with it because I do. <laughs> I have to could talk to my therapist sometimes after the conversations here on the podcast. Some of them are very yeah. challenging and reflective of the mirror and the person that I had been and the person that I have to forgive and moving forward with life. I've always been that way, yeah. too. It's like I've never, I've never had a problem opening up and express my like because when I talked to a therapist I remember I told somebody that one time and they were just like you what you t- you what and I was just like what or like having anxiety I got crazy anxiety I have severe anxiety but like a lot of my guy friends that I know have it they didn't want to talk about it because if you have anxiety you're weak you can't handle it. it's like I, I'm not weak I just have anxiety it's like my bills are paid family's good everyone's happy but for some reason I feel like the walls are closing in and I got an elephant on my chest and I can't breathe but I've never been I need to keep that to oh, that's myself. called a heart attack by the way yeah <laughs> I feel like I'm having a heart attack that's for damn sure I even went to the doctor one time and I sat in the room and I'm sitting there it's been about 20 maybe 30 minutes and I'm just like okay well I'm still alive, so it's not a heart attack. And they knew that. You know what I'm saying? I was just freaking out. But yeah. 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 You know, and for a lot of people, they, if they realize that, you know, if they have anxiety, sometimes addressing the anxiety will actually make it better. Because what's what's making it even worse is like, shoot, I got anxiety. And then someone looks at you and they're like, man, do, wait, what are they thinking about me right now? Yeah. Yep. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, if you just like, hey, yeah, I'm just having an off day, bro. They're like, oh, okay, no worries, man. And then you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like a lot of people man it's that whole like you got to keep it you know it's funny you said that man but most people i think the number one thing that that society or humans in general have not figured out is moderation we're all like that like mm-hmm. yes. it's it's one extreme or the other and you see it in everything it's you know uh, well with like alcoholics and stuff it's either no drinks or tons of drinks or for people that they they never work out a day in their life and then they're like I'm getting in shape. I'm eating two carrots a day and running 17 miles. Yeah. Like, dude, you're gonna die. That's the way that ends. Just, yeah, you know? people, people but, can't uh, see this, but I'm sitting here raising my hand. That's me to a T. I, I raised my hand on a couple of those too. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I mean, that's and we're all like that. So I, I recognized very young um, that I have a very addictive personality, and I have to constantly check myself. Like, hey. You know, I, like if I want to have one drink, I can have a drink, you know, but I mean, uh, I do it with uh, working out like I have to work out. I have to. And, you know, and that's if you can't foster that into a very like good thought processes or good behaviors, you'll go down bad paths very, yeah, very fast. For sure. Yeah. 
Well, and that's that's me. I just I, I was always a person with a lot of energy and passion and just could not channel it in the right ways and in, in things that were trauma. That voice, those voices, we've all got those voices, that little devilish voice that sits on our shoulder, the doubt, the the insecurities, the, the things that you were bullied about, whatever it was. And that voice just got louder and louder and louder and louder, you know, and uh, as a result, you know, a, a single dad and, you know, all these things. And it's just try to pick up the pieces and move every day and develop more positive yeah. habits. And, um, you know, I don't know, man, it's it's a it's a crazy thing, the human mind and, and then the capacity, what it has to do. Yeah, it is. Dude, your your brain's your brain is unbelievable. I mean, you know, depression. A lot of people put depression to the side, like ah, whatever. But you know, the, when I was like leaning towards suicide, the reason I was was it wasn't that it wasn't that I didn't want to live anymore. Like I like living; it's probably my favorite thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's um, that I couldn't stop the thought processes, and it was the same repetitive thought process over and over and over again. And I think that's why a lot of people commit suicide or a lot of people do that. It's because it's not that they're like, it's not that they don't want to live anymore. They're like, I cannot prof, like I can't deal with this anymore. It's just mm -hmm. a constant same thing over and over again. And when I, I own a, a CPR company and I deal with a lot of recovery facilities and I went, I kept finding myself because as first responders, we see people that are in recovery or heroin addicts, uh, you know, during the epidemic, it was really bad. Mm -hmm. We're running on, you know, 10 a day, sometimes the same person two or three times a day, you eventually start to get burned out on that. And you're like, what is wrong with you? Why can't you like fix yourself? So I went to a therapist and this is like a big no, no. I know a lot of people come up to first responders like, what's your worst call? And we're like, what, you really want to know? Like, we'll tell you. But, <laughs> like I was curious I myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I always tell people when, but I, I went to this therapist because I did specifically, she worked with all recovery people, stuff like that. And I was like, tell me the worst thing you ever heard. Like, give me, give me like some kind of understanding of what you're dealing with. She tells me this story about this woman that was like, adopted when she was eight and they chained her in the basement and her the the mom and the adopting dad would like take turns you know doing bad things to her oh and then God. make her do bad things to the dogs and stuff like that and it's like how would that woman ever you know this went on for 10 years how is that woman ever going to be normal again so it really it really made me look at people differently. Like whenever I run on someone that's going through that, I'm like, I have zero clue what's happening in their life. And I'm not going to judge them because they sure. just yeah. shot heroin, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyone that goes yeah. towards addiction and down that road. Um, I mean, there are some cases where we've had some guests on here and people, Oh no, I had a, I had a good childhood. I, you know, we had a gentleman not that long ago that, uh, his was opioids and, uh, you know, he, he was just a daring personality. He even said, you know, had the family, went to Disneyland twice a year and fishing and everything else. And then just, I was a guy that was like, yeah, I'll try anything. And, uh, for mm -hmm. whatever reason, that one thing that hooked him and, and took him down a dark road, uh, luckily he got out of it, re, refound his passion for fishing is now mentoring you through that passion. But nice. I, yeah, we just, we, we don't know. We don't remember when we're looking at people and I, and I've seen it like, you know, during this, this COVID crisis where I've been at the store and I've seen uh, people rude to the workers there and stuff. And we don't remember that everyone's going through shit. Everyone's got shit yeah. every day. Doesn't matter who it is, you know? 
doesn't you know mm-hmm. we can slam politicians or whoever and they forgetting that they're people too and they still have got shit going on or uh, yeah. you know whatever it is the coffee you know there's a lady i was picking up coffee this morning that was rude to the, the lady taking her order it's like holy shit can we just have a little bit of empathy a <laughs> little bit of manners it's like mm-hmm. it's not I don't know. I don't. <laughs> but those are the first people. Those are the first people that are like, you know, working at someone's roots. And they're like, I can't believe they're roots. Like, what? <laughs> like right. what? Right. That's. I, I, dude, I'm telling you, man. Uh, uh, Robin Williams said it the best. He's like, you know, you, you uh, like don't judge a person for what you're seeing. You never know what they're going through. Like, yeah. you never yeah. know what their internal dialogue is right now. Um, you know, and we see that we see that all the time, man. And that's why it just. You, you try, it's, yeah, there's some people that just need to be punched in the face. Sure. Oh, completely <laughs> agree. <laughs> completely <Yeah>. agree. <laughs> one of the best people I ever, one of the best quotes I ever saw was like, some of some of you have uh, gotten too comfortable with talking shit and not being punched in the face. So it's like, that is, that is, that is so perfect, man. That but, should be our uh, next uh, quote. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we put out inspirational um, quotes that'll be next next week just yeah. found next week's quote thank you jason yeah. <laughs> no um but you know i think i think if you just try to keep life in general in the perspective um i put a video out about gloves and cross-contamination and stuff mm-hmm. um and it was insane i mean uh my highest video was like five million views on facebook uh, prior to this I put this thing out. It had like six million views in the first twenty-four hours. Damn! It's at like it's insane. It's got like twenty-four million views right now, and um, you know, it was people were sharing it because they're looking at all these people like, look at these dumbasses. They're touching their face and stuff like that. It's like they don't have the knowledge of what cross contamination is. Right. Like, nobody right. understands what it is. So how are they going to know any better? Uh, I mean, it, it is what it is. We're going to make fun of everybody because that's just the way we deal with things, but. It was just, it was so funny because I saw the same thing with masks. People wearing masks. I made another one like that where masks and they're like, I literally watched this lady. She's wearing a mask and she pulls it out, takes a grape and eats it and then puts her mask on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, <laughs> Kind of missed the point on that one. When this yeah. whole thing started, man, right at the very beginning of it, we had heard about it. We knew it was in California. That's where we are. We knew it was in California and I went to a casino and I see this dude, and I was there for business, and I see this guy, he had a mask on, he was playing slots, took his mask off, sneezed, didn't cover his mouth, and then put his mask back on. And I'm looking at him, and I'm just like, you motherfucker. I'm like, you, that just defeats the whole purpose of what you're doing. You know what? I'm leaving. I got to go. You know what I mean? It was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, you know, and it's like you I want to correct people. I want to come up to them and I want to say, listen, because I saw a guy earlier, he had the mask on and uh, his nose wasn't covered. Like you contract most diseases through your nose. Right. right? Yeah. Um, so he uh, you know, he's got it and I'm like it's just like it is what it is, man. Like I all that stuff, it's mainly them injuring themselves, it's fine. It's when people take gloves. Like you saw, everyone's taking their gloves off and throwing them on the ground. Yeah, like, yeah, I see that what everywhere. Is, what, yeah, what is happening, man? So, in general, this the disease is caught or the the virus has taught me like two big things. One, humanity in general is actually a pretty good bunch of people. There's a bunch of there's yeah. a few morons out there that ruin it, you know. Oh yeah. Um, but in general, 
you know, humanity has seemed to really take care of each other. And I think that's pretty cool, uh, especially with like these companies shutting down their operations to build ventilators or masks or yeah. whatever, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and number two is that there are more virus specialists on Facebook than I have ever met in my life. Which is incredible. <laughs> Everybody knows. Everybody uh, understands it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I studied this for 12 minutes. I know everything. <laughs> the internet's not allowed to lie. That's where I found it. That's right. That's right. And uh, according to that, there's there's certain uh, leaders of industry that they did this all on purpose and all the yes. conspiracy theories and all that shit. And there like, is a, uh, a woman out there. Uh, she's an influencer and she did a video like that. And it was like six of herself but each one of them was representing the different things people are saying like right. one of them was like this is jesus christ coming down <laughs> to destroy the world the other, was, the other one was uh this is bill gates and 5g get, trying to kill everyone and yeah. give them cancer this was political like this this was trump he's trying to kill everybody. like it was he was so funny man it's so spot on yeah people get things in their heads man and that's that is gospel like, yeah it is Oh, and you Red can't, markers. you can't change them. I, I see it where it's, it's like they're on social media and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the headline reads, um, Trump, uh, aims and would like, you know, uh, to reopen by this date and people like morons. It's like, well, look, I get it. You don't like, oh, it's huge. The whole, you know, I get it. You don't <laughs> like him, but you're not actually reading what it is. You just don't like him this because of the headline and no. you've already formulated your opinion without yeah. reading the actual article where it says he, he's very disheartened at things and I'm not defending the guy I'm not saying I like him or dislike him I'm just pointing uh. out the fact like you said people just think they know every damn thing it is mm -hmm. and there's this unwillingness and I don't know if it's a brain thing I know I've been guilty of it at times I'm not trying to be a hypocrite where I've just been righteous about stuff without saying yeah I don't know shit about that and I'm not going to assume I do or sit and talk like I know. I, I can talk to you about being a single dad. I can talk to you about struggling with uh, with alcohol mm -hmm. because I've been through that. But otherwise, yeah. I don't know shit. I'm not out there saving lives. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a guy. This is the close closest I get to anyone other than, than, than my kids. You know, we're sitting here in the studio, Mikey and I, about two feet away. But, yeah. you know, it's it's just the craziness no, and I don't, and, of how yeah, we deal with adversity. But that's, you know what, you know what makes you an intelligent human is that statement. I don't know. Like, it's okay to say that. It's mm -hmm. okay to say, you know, like, hey, what do you think about this disease? Honestly, I don't know. I, I like, things don't make sense to me. Like, these numbers don't make sense, you know, compared to this. But I don't know. Not to mention the fact, we really don't know. Like, right. everyone's saying, like, it's not as bad as it could have been. Okay, I agree. Maybe it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But was it not that bad because we actually shut the country down? Or was it not that bad because it really wasn't that bad? You know, like, right, we right, just, right. we don't freaking know. The Trump thing, though, man, was so funny. I don't I don't give a crap. I'm not big on politics. But one of the funniest things I ever saw was it said, it was this meme that said, Trump cures cancer. And then below are all the comments. And it's like, you can't take my cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit man, yeah. it was really good man well, I think I, I think in general on social media bro that the two biggest piece of advice I've ever given people uh, or the best things that you can do is one um, agree with people if someone's like you're a giant piece of shit like if you say yeah, yeah you know what I am oh dude totally gone, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah they're like 
wait, what? Like, yo, yeah. piece of shit. Like, thanks, man. I'll see you. Talk to you later. Or if you have a page, just hide their comments. And what happens is they can see the comment and their friends can too, but no one else can. So they're like, wait, no one's supporting my arguments. This is yeah. crap. <laughs> like, and it's like, maybe I should stop writing that. No one agrees. <laughs> yeah, my, my, you touch on a good good thing and how to deal with the with situations, Jason. Is, uh, my therapist said, um, because I was, you know, in combative situations and it really spike a lot of my anxiety, my anger, uh, depression, and, and kind of continue to fuel an excuse for me to, uh, to drink. And mm -hmm. my therapist said, try this next time. Just tell them, yeah, you might be right. You might be right. You know, you're an asshole, piece of shit, loser. Yeah, you might be right. Been called yeah. worse. Been called worse. <laughs> and, and from their and the, and from their perspective, I am, and that's fine. Yeah. I don't have to win that battle. I don't have to win that one. Yeah. You just don't, man. Like I think, I think a lot of people will find themselves in arguments, especially on social media, because there is. If you and I were in a conversation uh, face to face, I would most likely enter the conversation with a mildly open mind or at least enough to have a conversation because there's a chance that you would punch me in the face. If I was like, <laughs> like fuck you, you know, <laughs> like there's a chance, right? Yeah. <laughs> but when you're on the internet, they ain't going to punch you in the face, man. So they just oh, start yeah. going at it. You got them like, keyboard tough guys. Oh, dude. <laughs> And you can always tell, dude, I tell you this, man, this is the honest truth. I've had people who wrote stuff on my Facebook. They write a comment and I read it and it's it mildly offensive or whatever it is, but I message them and I'm like, private message them, like, hey, like what, what's going on, man? Why would you say this? And within, within three sentences, we're friends because some people just write it, dude. They're like, screw this, blah, blah, blah. And then when you explain something to them or maybe say like, bro, you think that was really appropriate? They're like, you know what, man, you're right, dude. I'm sorry. Like yeah. I shouldn't have said that. And it happens all, and it's happened probably eight or nine times to me. Yeah, we do a mm -hmm. lot of knee-jerk reaction things, uh, you know, and I don't know if it's part of our flight or uh, fight or flight response or what it is where we'll do that. There's even a situation, if you remember this, Mikey, where we were frustrated with the work type thing and Mikey's like, oh, I'm going to, I'm typing this email and I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm like, I'm like, Mikey, breathe, slow down, type it, read it. And is it worth sending? What, 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 what was the result? Fuck yeah, I'm sending it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I chilled out. Yeah, I had to chill out. And, and and I gotta do it because I have it because I am a I am you know I, it, to make the excuse of genetics Portuguese and it's like uh, you can push the buttons quick and we go to 100 like that and yeah. I, and it's such a hard thing for me to to manage that I've had to learn to manage. Um, and I'm sure with you, obviously, you know when you when you uh, folks are out on calls. That there's people you're trying to help and they're they're not really responding. They're not treating you as if you're trying to help. Well, and, and that's like especially when you're a rookie, um, it's difficult at first because you're like, why aren't you listening to me? Like, let me help you. Yeah. But you know, the family member that's running around like you know screaming at the top of their lungs, it's because, dude, I've seen people. Listen, I've seen people dead. I've seen bodies cut in half, and you know, I, I've seen kids dead and, and stuff like that. And it's like. I've seen all this, so for me, like this is a this not my address. It's this is not normal, but it's not out, out of the realm of what I've seen. This is the first time this person's ever seen a dead family member before, or this is the first time they've ever had like something like this. So yeah. for them, 
like a calm response just isn't possible because they're like, I don't know what to do. Like they're so amped. They have so much adrenaline. They're like, I don't know what to do right now. And you know, um, so above a certain beats per minute of your heart, your cognitive thinking actually shuts down. Like you go to that fight or flight, you know, basic animalistic stab, run, stab, run. Like that's, yeah. that's what you come down to. So you can't think what's two plus two. Um, we actually do that in the fire service. We get this to kind of train you a little bit more. We'll put you in, make you work out in a suit in your bunker gear, get your heart rate really high and then ask you basic questions. What is this really? and this, this and this, and try to get you to be able to think cognitively. Oh, the wow. Heart rates. Okay. Yeah. So, um, with you have like, people have to have an understanding like this person's freaking out. Not because they want to freak out, but because they physically or you know mentally cannot process anything else. Yeah. So holy crap! So your job is to walk up to them and normalize the situation. Listen, this is all normal. Like this is what we're doing. We're going to make it as be as best as possible. And ninety nine percent of the time, they're going to come down, and and you'll be able to at least talk to them. Wow. Yeah, Jeez. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I couldn't imagine some of those situations and scenarios. And it's a uh, the training you, you, you folks go through and uh, what you're able to do is just uh, it's mind bottling, yeah. mind bottling to me. <laughs> Gets trapped in your mind like a bottle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the four the four agreements. I don't know if you guys have read that book, but the four agreements no. is probably one of the best things in the world. I think humanity should read that. Uh, but it tends to go with you know it tends to go with people that are therapists or, or that venturing down that that kind of path. But I think everyone should read it because that whole, like, don't take it personally, man, that, that's a good life lesson, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and I am a person because I am, I am so sensitive. I get my man period all the time that I, <laughs> I, I struggle with that. I struggle with that. And I don't know if it's uh, – I don't think I always did, but when I started to, you know, and it was like the excuse for a trigger. I don't know how much you've dealt with anyone – you know, constantly with any sort of addictive behavior, but, uh, boy, it became a real excuse for me to take it personal and let it be a trigger mm. and to fall off and then go there. See, I can't do it. And it's all this person's fault. It's all that person's <laughs> fault. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. just all no, right. 100%, man. Yeah. As a refusal to just get my shit together. That's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. You know. Well, that's, that's most of us, man. We, all right. <laughs> what's convenient. Oh, that is. All right. I'm going to go that way. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about the uh, firefighter chronicles, which of course people can find on Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, they're both just great pages. I love some of the stuff. I was watching the video before we started talking where um, you guys did the video of uh, what women think when a first responder shows up and you right. Guys are like stripping like the firefighters strip and then it's like oh my god she lives on the 28th floor because you have no clue how true that oh, I, I don't yeah. I, like i said i've got friends that are local firefighters and i've come and watched like the public training stuff that you can watch and it's like ain't no way i could do that shit you guys uh, you, you men and women way more tougher than i ever could be mentally physically emotionally <laughs> So, um, <laughs> with the firefighter uh, chronicles, how do you? Uh, is, is it primarily you, or do you come up with the ideas with a group of, of your coworkers, friends, and, and and putting this all together? And uh, it's it's fire department chronicles was really it was um, it's mainly me coming up with the ideas. It's my experiences over fourteen years of seeing stuff, so it's mainly me and the things that I see. Uh, you know, people write me all the time. They're like, yo, what do you think about doing a video on this? I'm like, ah, I'll try it out, man. Um, and try to put those together. And then, um, 
I just got my little brother. We're working together now with some stuff, and then we're doing a lot of the videos with um, Fire Department Coffee. We uh, created some fun videos with yeah. them as well. And then I actually just uh, Banyan Treatment Centers uh, yeah. is uh, who I'm working with now for mental health for first responders. Very uh, cool. Just uh, we just did a couple videos with them as well. So very cool. Yeah, it's it's mainly ninety percent of the time it's just it's. So humor is funny because it's relatable, right? Like, yep. you know, uh, uh, Mike, you might find like specific tattoo humor like super funny because, you know, I, I'm sure you've spent a lot of time in the chair, you know, like. I got a couple, yeah. I got a few yeah. tattoos on me. <laughs> uh, for, for those that can't see, Mikey is covered from the neck down. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, back of like, hands, I, everything. Yeah. <laughs> but I uh, actually, so uh, one of my tattoos, um, I got a tattoo on my arm. The guy was halfway through it and um, looked down at his phone and then looks back up and starts crying. And I'm like, yo, what's up, man? He goes, my girlfriend just broke up with me, man. Oh, and shit. he's crying. <laughs> While doing my tattoo, I was like, hey, bro, I'll come back, man. Like, come back. Like, nah, man, we're going to finish. Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so mad, dude. I'm sorry to be <laughs> laughing. That's a shitty situation, but that is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> like, is this a bad time? Do you want to finish later? <laughs> I've had the worst tattoo experience. I had that one, and then one. I have a tattoo on my leg, and the guy was like, again, about he was almost finished with it, and I was like, I was looking, at it, I was like, man, you're gonna clean up like one of those lines, and he's like, yeah, I got. He's like, yeah, absolutely, man. He's, I gotta be honest, man. I'm pretty impressed. This is my first tattoo. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I've been apprenticing for a while, but now it's my first one. I'm like, Jesus. Oh, Christ. Holy <laughs> shit. What is that, man? <laughs> I, I just, I just, <laughs> I'll refer you to my guy, man. My guy's good. He's in yeah, Cali. I'll, I'll hook I, you up. Here's to show my, my trauma. I just had a, had a, a vision of like a man and woman in, in the throes of romance. Her phone goes off. She answers it, starts crying, and, and he goes, "Everything okay?" And she goes, "Oh, that's my husband breaking up with me." Or you know, it's like, "Oh my!" <laughs> this is where my humor falls in, right? Oh lord. Uh. Yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, the, the humor—it just the reason um, first responders find it funny is because it's all relatable, man. It's all sure. the stuff we see all the time, like. Uh, I, I've met many, many people where either the husband or the wife, uh, it, they're firefighters or first responders, and they, they're like, man, your videos are so funny, bro. And then the spouse is like, I don't think you're funny at all. And I'm like, yeah. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's just it's not relatable at all. They don't right. get it. They don't see the stuff. Like I did one on um, on the different guys that are in the station. Like you always have the guy that's like, because we all make our meals together. Everybody chips in. And there's always the guy that's like, hey. I'm not gonna eat broccoli, so can I pay a dollar or less? It's like, no, you cheap bastard. Yeah. Pay whatever else you pay. <laughs> like, uh -huh. So it's like it's always the it's always the same stuff, man. But yeah, dude, uh, the, and the the coffee came together and everything, man. Like the videos, thank God, people find them funny and I'll keep going until they shut me down, kind of thing. That's awesome. That's awesome. If yeah, people man. want to find out more about it, Jason, what are the uh, the links on social media as well as the website for uh, for the coffee and everything? Awesome. So, uh, fire dept uh, coffee.com for fire department coffee or search us on Google and then uh, fire department chronicles on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, we're on uh, TikTok because we're hanging out with the young kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then on YouTube, we're going to start a variety show here soon. We're going to 
start a fun little show, a good podcast variety show kind of thing. So nice. Awesome. nice. Dig it. Dig yeah. it. Very yeah. cool. Well, thanks, man. We appreciate your time. It was good to uh, to make your acquaintance, uh, acquaintance. Anything else, Mikey? No, man. Thanks for joining us. That was fun. That was good stuff, man. I appreciate, I appreciate it. appreciate it, guys. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we'll talk to you again down the line. Take care of yourself and all your brothers and sisters out there. Good, sir. Sounds great, man. You guys be safe, dude. Thank you. Jason Patton, what a great dude. Patton! <laughs> yeah, dude, that guy's funny, man. Even Clint Eastwood likes him. <laughs> I like the Fire Department Chronicles. The Fire Department? Have you checked that out? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, dude. I follow it on my personal page as well. Of course, uh, you folks, you can go to Knocking Doors Down on Instagram and Facebook, and um, you see that we're following him there. And, uh, yeah, I followed it, it, it personally, so it is uh, some hilarious stuff. Oh, dude, he's hilarious, man. I love that guy. I love the video where it's him and another guy where it's uh, what women think uh, first responders are like, and they're like strippers, yeah. like stripping, you know, out of their firefighter uniforms. Whereas then it's all the reality of it. Oh my God, she lives on the twenty sixth floor. <laughs> you know, they're dying and lugging all this equipment up the steps and everything else. So uh, again, thank you to Jason Patton. Check out Fire Department Chronicles on social media, and then he's got the Fire Department Coffee too that he's launched. That explains his uh, energy level for sure. Right. That dude was, he's, I'm drinking the wrong coffee because I was not as energetic as he was because that dude was, I got to try it out. Needless to say, let's just try it out. Yeah. He was saying even uh, Tyson Fury was a fan of the coffee. They had sent yeah. him some, the, the, the boxer oh, yeah. champion. And uh, so that's pretty cool. Drink this coffee and you could fight like Tyson Fury. That's right. <laughs> hey, don't forget to go over to Knocking Doors Down on Instagram. We do have a post up there where we've teamed up with uh, 5150, uh, Live the Madness, and uh, we are giving away five. Five, Mikey. What? Five. What? $100 <laughs> gift cards to the 5150 apparel store so go there hit it up check it out again that's knocking doors down on instagram and you can also follow us on facebook you definitely want to check out and get a part of that contest just follow the rules and you are entered and we will select the uh, winner on the first of june it's super simple too all you got to do is follow like the contest post contest posts and tag three of your friends they don't even got to be your friends don't matter you don't even need to like them yeah. Just tag three just, of them. Just tag three people. We don't care. Tag anyone. I said this before. I'll say it again. Tag some strippers. Asking for a, <laughs> asking for a friend. But yeah, <laughs> tag whoever you want. Uh, are strippers using like Zoom to make some money right now? I don't know, man. I'm just single, so that's why I say strippers. Otherwise, yeah. I'd be like, nope, don't tag them. But now it's like, yeah, free game. Tag free, them. Free game. Tag them. We can do that via Zoom, right? I guess. It's worth a shot. But, but you can. You can't touch them in person. You can't touch them via Zoom. So it works out. It works out. <laughs> virtual tipping, huh? Uh, hey, guys, again, thank you very much for uh, listening to Knocking Doors Down. We will focus on mental health awareness this month. We've got some great guests lined up. Frank King, a comedian. Uh, he's called the Depression Comedian. He has a suicidal ideology uh, where he tells his story. Basically, uh, he's got a flat tire in his car. He can fix the tire. He can buy a new car or he can kill himself. Yeah. And he, and he makes it comical because that's how he deals with it is with humor. And the and fucked up thing was is, yes, he's the, it's a comedian. It's, it's yeah. comical. But when he would say these things, they're very serious things. So I yeah. didn't know, do I laugh? Is it, do, you know what I mean? Like, is he being serious? Like, I couldn't tell. And then he's like, Mikey, you're awfully quiet. I'm like, well, fuck, dude. I don't know, I don't know what to say to half of this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And uh, our uh, next guest is going to be Elizabeth Sherman. Uh, she struggled with uh, some uh, eating issues uh, after her mom uh, passed from cancer and uh, some depression as well. Now she works with women to uh, not only 
not think of it as dieting, but uh, healthy eating uh, to have uh, the best selves that they can be. And uh, she really helps uh, women with uh, body issues, which is a father of a daughter. This is something I very much worry about. And sure. the women that I love and care about to uh, just embrace who and what they are and, and um, you know, always strive to be the best you that you can be. So yeah, absolutely. She's a great lady. And I even break out my macho man, Randy Savage, for whom Miss Elizabeth dig it. Yeah. So that's next week. Uh, again, follow us on social media, Knocking Doors Down, Facebook and Instagram. For Mikey, my name is Jason saying, uh, all right, all right, we'll most likely quit tomorrow because today's not the day. The Carlos Vieira Foundation with the Race for Autism, Race to End Stigma, and the Race to Be Drug-Free campaigns. The Carlos Vieira Foundation strives to help those in our community who are affected by autism spectrum disorders, those who are living with mental illness, and to raise awareness and educate the community about the harmful effects of drug use. The Carlos Vieira Foundation, education, fundraising, and facilitating resources. For more information, go to carlosvierafoundation.org or call 209 209- Three nine four one four four four. This podcast contains the views and opinions of the Knock and Doors Down hosts and their guests to the show. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only. And because each person is sharing their unique perspective, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. Privacy is of the utmost importance to us. For those wishing anonymity, people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed to protect confidentiality at the request of certain guests. This website or podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast or website. In no way does listening, reading, emailing, or interacting on social media with their content establish a doctor-patient relationship. If you find any errors in any of the content of this podcast or blogs, please send a message through the contact page. This podcast is owned by KDD Media Company.